0: You are listening to Feel Good Podcast. With your hosts, Sylvia. And Julie. Here, we will be exploring the topic of health and wellness and what it means to truly heal and feel good in your body.
1: We believe that the emotional and spiritual work is at the heart of healing. Tune in. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Sylvia and Julie. From the Feel Good Podcast, we are super excited today to be with our dear friend, Willow. Willow Bradner's in the house. <laughs> Why
0: do I just feel like laughing right now? I'm just like, laugh, I'm like smiling, laughing. It's what, the fun the energy, of right? It is. It
1: feels really good. It does. So, <laughs> I have known Not Willow for years and absolutely love her. I love the work that she's doing, and so we're really excited to have her on mm. board. Willow is known as the accidental psychic. So, she's got these incredible powers and wisdom to see beyond what we're dealing with. You know, she has a lot of wisdom to share on how we can handle the day to day stuff that shows up. And so, we're really excited to have her here and joining us so hello
2: thanks i'm happy to be here with my two soul sisters yeah yay willow Uh, you know (laughs) there's nothing like getting together with your tribe of soul sisters on any given day right (laughs) Right. it's like (laughs) you guys don't know what we're doing right now but it's hilarious yeah Um. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um i am what i call an accidental psychic and um to, to have full transparency on the accident. It's not an accident anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fully trained psychic and know how to do this thing, but how it arrived for me is I had been a hairstylist for 17 years and it was around the 13th year that I started noticing I was giving out really great advice. And I thought I was the smartest person in the room, if I'm honest. Um,
1: There you go, right? (laughs)
2: Right? I was really thinking, "Wow, I know a lot of stuff. This is amazing." (laughs) And people were calling and like, "Oh my god, that advice you gave me last week really came true, and everything was amazing." And it didn't hit me that that was intuitive. It didn't hit me that that was psychic information. It wasn't until my wedding night, um, and truly after copious amounts of alcohol and everybody had left the party, that suddenly those who had crossed over started talking to and through me. Wow. And it was my father's father, whom i have never met, who officially came through in my first channeled experience, or I, I wouldn't say first channeled experience, but first dead person <laughs> channeled experience. And my dad recognized his father through the words and through the emotions and through the body wow. changes that sort of a- a- accompanied this Experience and as that began, my husband's mother, who has also crossed over whom I've never met, was like, "Oh my God, the doors open! I'm coming in too!" And then it was at that moment that my husband looked at me and was like, "I did not sign up for girl who speaks to dead people." <laughs> Your wedding night. This is our wedding night. <laughs> it's like ours. You know, marriage. We, we all talk help. about the yep. bait and switch on a wedding right. day. <laughs> she broke it. <laughs> I was like, bait and That's switch. So Oopsie, hilarious. honey, I'm psychic. So, yeah, but we stayed up that night and, and channeled through whatever it was that my grandfather was trying to tell my father. And, you know, we woke up with hangovers the next day. Not only the hangover of alcohol, but the hangover of spirit. And, like, oh my God, is that real? Or did wow. we make this up? Right. And for weeks after that, I hid in the psychic closet and I just slammed the door. I was like, no way, this is not real. And I, um, I started telling friends, like, I think I it was one of those, like, I think I might be psychic. I think I can talk to dead people. And as I would reveal this new information, their loved ones would start showing up. So
0: whomever you were in, in conversation with, and you'd say that out loud, then all of a sudden, bing. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And it was,
2: it, it was one of those where it's like, I have no parameters for this. I have no context for this. I have no training for this. And I don't know what it was in me that was so clear that I needed to go get trained for this. But it was like, I don't want this to envelop me in a way that isn't, isn't right. And I want to understand right. it. I want to learn how to trust it. Because right. ultimately, I think what psychic means, what intuition
0: means, is trust. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so glad you just said that cuz one of the questions I knew that I wanted to ask you Willow for because of what you're putting out into the world right now is about like helping each of us, all mm-hmm. the people that say yes to you to cultivate our intuition. So can you keep talking about that? So one of my big missions
2: with the accidental psychic business is a program called Rise Unlimited that I've created. And at its core, it's to rebuild the trust muscles. And I say rebuild, not build, because we were born innately with our intuition. We were built innately. We were born into this innate world with trust in our bones. And it was throughout our lives that we, we have allowed ourselves to sort of be domesticated and allowed ourselves to fall into fear, to fall into trauma, to fall into these spaces that have ostensibly ripped the trust right out of us. So Rise Unlimited is a program that rebuilds those trust muscles, that reignites and awakens your intuition that, yes, you have, we all have this ability. Right. I am not unique. I am simply well, you somebody. Sure sure. I am are. unique, but yeah. we all yeah, are yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. We are all unique. Yeah. But I, I believe that each of us in our uniqueness has this ability. While you don't have to speak to those who have crossed over, while you do not have to see the multi dimensions that I see, While you don't have to tap into the full-on psychic abilities, certainly we must, as a human race, get back to our innate intuitive abilities and learn to trust ourselves at its core so we can really rise into love, so we can rise into the bliss and the purpose of why we're here and
0: what we're meant to do. I I feel like I want to have you say exactly those words again at the end of the call so that we can be reminded of exactly what you just said (laughs) and go forward with that. Cause it just feels like, yeah, yes, please. Yeah. And and, and yes, yes, we need exactly. We need it.
1: Tell us a little bit about the process. Like what is, (laughs) what are the things that people need to do to get back to trusting themselves? So with Rise Unlimited,
2: I, this is a fully channeled program. This is fully like, and when I say channeled, just for clarity for any of you who don't speak psychic, that means sort of spirit, if you will, talks through into me and I type it out and I uh, speak it out. And, and so it comes out and then I edit it into real human format. <laughs> nice. So it's really accessible and it sounds like me and it sounds like you and it sounds very normal. So the first step in any sort of process of rebuilding the trust is this reclamation of who we are. So it's reclaiming who you are, what it is that you want, and really understanding the differential between your ego and your intuition. Mm. And then we move into the trust muscle of like finding the spaces where you dishonored yourself where you lost the power within and then we begin to build those muscles back up and understanding and and changing and realigning with the story and as you're growing that intuitive muscle we move into the space of what is actually true because we tell ourselves stories over and over again and that becomes the truth instead of what is actually true
0: right
2: from there, I really feel it's so important. One of the things that we do consistently is we believe we are in control of our lives and we create and cast a net of, of control through this idea of future casting. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn into tomorrow and try to mess with tomorrow. And we get all messed up about what Effort might be. Effort well, Or what might be instead of what actually is and what is is today. Yeah. And we are all out of time. And we're all out of energy and largely it's because we're not living presently. Mm -hmm. And so teaching people really to create energetic boundaries for their life creates and expands the time that they need to do what they want. And from there we can move into the manifestation of what it is that we want. Understanding Mm -hmm. the value systems, understanding what it is that works in our life. We operate on a fight or flight level most days. We believe that we have to work really hard to get whatever it is that we want. That's part of the domestication. But in truth, when we peel back those layers, you're not going to die okay. if you don't get what you want. Rather, you're probably perfectly okay and aligned with what you have right now. Yeah. And in order to create and manifest more, you have to get real comfy with what is yeah. in your life right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And from there, you How can really tool... Goosebump moments, Right. <laughs> From there, that's when we move into wealth. And I think we oversell money in abundance in this country. Oh, yeah. We oversell this idea that happiness belongs to money. And what happiness belongs to is you getting aligned with your actual value system and falling in love with the life that you have without comparison, without trying to be something that you're not. Right.
0: And what's ironic is that once you're really Without the condition of yes. arriving at X, Y, or Z. Right.
2: And once again, you're comfy with who you're are, what you have, and understanding where you want to go, more actually becomes an opportunity. You can have more once you're comfy with what you have today. I love And that. I think that that's the misinformation we're all manifesting ahead of where we are and we're not actually falling back in love with what we have
1: that is so true and totally my path for the past few years right i found myself in a place where i was so much struggling and like i i knew that there was something that i wanted i wanted to have this freedom i wanted to have this um, ability to upscale but i was lost in the vision of what that needed to look like and the idea of creating it versus like falling back into myself and just mm-hmm. be falling back into the daily daily process of oh hi mm-hmm. hi there how are you and what do you really want what are right. the real things that are important and so I, I call that, that capitalizing on your intuition
2: when we fall back into ourselves, when we're tapping into the truth of who we are and the knowing, mm-hmm. suddenly we up level. Suddenly we do capitalize financially and otherwise on our intuition this way. Totally. Okay. But when we are shooting on ourselves mm-hmm. and we are assuming that we are somehow behind, when we're creating expectations, as I call it, expectations and assumptions are the cock block of spirit. <laughs> so <laughs> so when we're an assumption or expectation, we're not in our intuition and so many times we end up in comparison and then creating expectations of outcomes
0: that can't come live and can't come true because they're not actually ours yeah Mm -hmm. well and they keep you in that rat race and they keep you on that or that hamster wheel more likely and and feeling like you say we're out of time right and when you drop into present moment and you drop into intuition expand oh my god the freedom there And I think we can all, I I mean, I don't probably all listeners, certainly all three of us can feel within ourselves within the last week, much less last couple of years of our lives, exactly what that contrast feels like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when we're future focused and we're like, "Ah, I got to make this happen. And -hmm. and all that happens within you and your inability to tap into spirit or intuition versus the the moments in time when you just arrive in the present moment and Boom, everything just feels expansive. Yeah. And the freedom feels like it's so accessible.
1: That's definitely the place where I'm feeling now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I want to say, and I want to have complete clarity around it like,
2: there are always moments where we drop in and we go, huh, okay, I'm here. And then we, we get out. triggered.
0: Yeah. And
2: we move out. I had it this week. I had one of those weeks where I just popped out and I was like, Things were happening in my life and my business that were really exceptional and exciting. But what it does is it like fast forwards. It's like you hit the fast forward button in your life and you're like, and I want to get there and I want to get there and I want to do this and I have all these things. Yeah. And then I move into the anxiety of it. And I'm, I'm using myself as an example because I believe in business and in life. We have to have full transparency and in order for each of us to learn. Right. And it, to help everybody move out of comparison, I want clarity around we all have a pattern, yeah. we all have triggers, we all have shit, we all have things we're working past. Doesn't matter, nobody's a guru, nope. nobody's specialer or more pedestaled than anybody else right. we're all working through this stuff regularly yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i love that yeah. um this is kind of when you came in you were talking about <laughs> yeah. this beautiful idea of the past mm-hmm. and i'd love to bring that yeah, in now this is yeah amazing yeah so
2: as a psychic as i mentioned earlier i channel an in information and um i get what i call downloads so either through a dream cycle or through an aha moment, I get messages sort of from the ether. And as I was doing a medium reading a couple weeks ago, a woman asked me, we were talking about her business and she was talking about the fear that she experiences in her business, wanting to get big, wanting to go sort of upscale and go larger in her life. And she's like, I just keep hitting this fear. And I'm talking to her beloved grandmother on the other side when I get this message and I don't believe it was just for her I I think it's really for all of us the message was the fear you're feeling doesn't belong to
1: you and what that meant was that is so huge like, let's just take a moment for that yeah. i mean like let's take a moment and like that fear that we're feeling doesn't belong to us. Like all of the fear, everybody who's listening, all of the fear that we're feeling does not belong yeah. to us.
0: Yeah,
1: The fear has been
2: transmuted and passed down ancestrally generation from generation. And what that looks like, if you just read a history book ever in your life, anybody who has worked to be expansive in previous times, anybody who has been independent individual, spoken out of turn, decided that they weren't going to fit in was ostensibly killed in most cases, Mm -hmm. especially for women. Women were often hung. Women were often beaten. They were abused if they were not fitting in line and falling in line with what men or society were saying. And so the fear that you feel when you want to expand, when you want to grow, when you want to do something that's very unique and independent of the world that you come from, you will feel fear. Mm -hmm. But the fear doesn't belong to you it's the fear and the baggage of our ancestors who have pushed and created the space for us to exist today. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to say to that message as well is this next level message that I received. And that is, it's time for all of us to unfurl our wings, if you will, because we come here as the full embodiment of truth and spirit, and we're filled with purpose and desire. And We, like the ancestors, have been domesticated into a society. We want to fit in. It's in our nature Mm -hmm. to want community. It's in our nature to want to fit in. To belong. To belong. belong. But it's actually belonging to yourself that allows you to belong in the world. Mm. And as we notice what it is that we want, as we move into the space of reclaiming who we are and our intuitive purpose here on earth... We have to grow, we have to get big, and we have to say goodbye to the fear that we came in with, and we have to start unfurling the spaces in ourselves that we've clipped, that we've decided we were going to play small. Mm -hmm. And we have to move into this really big space of trust so that we can expand into who it is that we're
0: meant to be. Um, and I'll leave that open to you girls for questions. Well, I just feel like again, I don't know about you, but I feel like I just want to be still for a minute with mm-hmm. all of that. Like there's, there's so much in that just to like let land. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, it, I, see, I'm left speechless with mm-hmm. how much that resonates mm-hmm. for, all, like you said, all of us. Yeah, and what what we're doing right now this like reclamation i mean honestly mm-hmm. i have talked about reclaiming in my business so much because it really or or reclaiming slash um removing conditions
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what did you call it um like wait i love that phrase of like our wings are clipped yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's time so to unfurl.
2: Yeah. yeah we're unfurling so i want to i i would suggest in a visualization and we'll do a little meditation here i think Um, For sure. I think this idea of expansion is really inside each of us. So many people say, I don't know actually what I want. And the not knowing what you want is your ego's version of telling you you're not allowed to have what you want. And so if there were no conditions, if, Mm -hmm. if you could be and do anything you wanted unequivocally without a shadow of a doubt... And there was nothing holding you back. You had time, you had money, you had education. You had people who believed in you and loved you and would cheer you on at every step of the way. What would you be? What would you do? How would you feel? And that's where I want to sort of take this meditation. I want to take yeah. this moment to, if you're driving your car, while you listen to this podcast? If you're doing your dishes, don't worry. You don't have to close your eyes. This isn't a meditation where you have to be pillow top, palms up to get the information. But see if you can quiet your mind for a second. See if you can just be here in the moment and just allow yourself to hear the words that are coming through. And I want you to tap into your breath, one of our innate spaces of life where we actually live is in our breath. And so take a moment to have a breath for yourself, something so many of us don't do, as we tight butt, we don't breathe, we stay in control of our lives. And for a moment, allow yourself the rich oxygen that surrounds you. And imagine with every breath in, you're really breathing in the possibility and the growth and the expansion. Notice how your chest grows and expands as you breathe in. And notice when you exhale how it contracts and it actually releases energy that is no longer serving you. And that through every exhale, you're really surrendering into the space of just letting go and allowing yourself to be here on the planet right now. And as you're just noticing, I want you to move into this idea of expansion, this idea that not only... Do you belong here? Not only were you invited to be here in the world right now, but you were brought here for the biggest, greatest reason. And while you don't have to be big in essence, the purpose that you were raised, brought here with, it's time to unzip, unfurl, and allow yourself to dream big imagining really what it is in your soul and in your spirit that you want. That you have no doubt that you could have it right now. And there's nothing to be afraid of because this is your gift. It's why you're here, this purpose inside, these great big desires. It's why you're here. And when you say yes to this, you become the inspiration to the people around you. But the bigger you go and the brighter you get, you become the inspiration. You are allowed to shine. You are allowed to be bigger than life. And you no longer have to hide. And you no longer have to be small to accompany somebody else's energy or to make them feel good about themselves. Rather, it's actually when you step into your full truth, of who it is you are and what it is that you want that you become the inspiration for another and as you feel that excitement or that anxiety of this idea notice if there's resistance notice if there's any fear and I want you to thank the people who came here before you your loved ones, your ancestors your grandmother's grandmother the women who stood in the tracks before us, who broke through the glass ceilings, who kept moving mountains so that we could exist here today as we are with too many possibilities and open doorways. And thank them and say, I don't need your fear. Rather, I want the door that you opened to be mine. And I allow myself now to walk through it without fear, without conditions, without limitations, because what I want belongs to me now. Take that deep breath and just notice how you feel. Imagine everything you want is now yours and breathe. Ooh,
1: beautiful! Thank you. Yeah. So
2: good. Mm-hmm. God, I love spirit.
1: <laughs> I
0: love Amen. spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having like a whole new appreciation for this little Bradner woman sitting in front of me. Right? She's <laughs> <Which is> amazing.
2: A <laughs> whole other level of appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How you know, that feel, you guys? I just want to say, like, to the listeners, I want you to just notice if your vibes went up at all, if you, you know, got any chills or thoughts or dreams. Like, I would love for you guys to send messages to Julie and Sylvia here and just let us know, like, what comes out of this for you and what, if anything, it, like if there are any resisting feelings still what they are, don't hesitate to send message and I'm happy to answer any messages that come
0: through as well. Well, and I love that you said that because really I think the thing that's interesting is we all are where we are. Yeah. Each of us are where we are. And so I can only speak to where I am right now, having just gone through probably the deepest, deepest reclamation of my life thus far in the last year and a half, two years, right. Mm -hmm. To where me receiving those words felt like, um, celebration. Yeah. Felt like joy, felt like affirmational on steroids where I was like, absolutely. Because I do feel like I just took myself out of a box Mm. that I kept placing myself in over and over again. And again, like you say, the fear isn't always ours, but we're definitely playing along with these limiting stories. Right. But I like that you're presenting people with that because if you would have done that meditation for me two years ago, I would have felt the energy of it. I would have felt the excitement of it, but my resistance would have been right sidecar with it. Yeah. Big time sidecar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like that you're presenting because again, it just allows us to accept exactly where we are and to know that maybe that resistance isn't yours. Right, maybe it's not
1: yours to hang on to. I love to. that idea. I love right? that concept. Of, like it's not ours, right? It's right. just this learned, ingrained societal thing that's like hanging on for generations yeah. for all of us. Yeah. Which kind of brings an interesting question too. It's like, as you're saying those words of like, think whatever it is that mm. you want to think my other side is like, what if people just don't know what that is yet? Right. There's right. that space of, so yes, you can have, maybe some of us are like, okay, yes, pool. This is exactly what I want to do. But I feel like there's some people and myself too, when I go into those spaces, of like, I actually don't know what that is because what, you know, yeah. we've been, there's so many, uh, there's so much constriction around that as well of like, oh my God, what, what is possibility? Right. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me speak to that because I think it's a
2: really important and, and, Serious question. Again, we have been um, squashed so many times in our beliefs of what it is that we want that so many like a sentence that I was told that resonates so highly with me is um, a woman said to me. Everybody else gets what they want except me. Oh, yeah, the victim, right? Oh, and it wasn't shit. even a victim. It was just, like, it was ingrained somewhere. So, like, if that is a disbelief
0: that what and you I'm, want not is even, I yeah. wasn't even saying judging. Yeah, like, no, we no. all have the victim. We're like, sure. Fuck. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But I heard that and I thought, well, it's really hard to put desires on something if that's sort of the belief system that you have that everybody else wins except for you. And so like why bother putting energy to it? But I also believe that again, if we look to our mothers, some of our mothers maybe had jobs, some of our mothers were stay-at-home mothers and were never given the opportunity to actually want anything. And so it's new information, by the way. This what do you want is Uh, new information. information.
1: Exactly.
2: And so if you don't know the answer to that, start asking. Like when you wake up in the morning, I want you to say, what do I want for breakfast? And actually listen to yourself.
0: Right, right. And then honor it. Simple, easy ways. Really simple, easy
2: way. Just listen and honor yourself with what that truth is. Like Mm -hmm. I always go back to Julia Roberts and Runaway Bride if you've seen the movie and she doesn't know what eggs she wants to eat. Whoever she's engaged to that day, she chooses to eat the eggs that they have. She didn't know what eggs she liked. Yeah, and it example. begins yeah. just with that simple yeah. question of what do I want? And the more we honor it, mm-hmm. because so often part of the trust muscle that's really broken is we dishonor ourselves. We don't, we don't actually live into what it is that we want. If you wake up and you say, well, what I really want is pancakes. And then you look at the clock and you go, but I don't have time for pancakes. Right, right there, we've just decided I don't honor my truth. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not making that happen.
1: And then another thing I want to add to this is like actually kind of the way, well, the way that our society is developed and created right now, right? So we got these little ones. They're going to school. They're going to college. They're getting a job. Like we have created a big vision of what we think there needs to be and so there's yeah so there's a lot of people who are living in that world that actually you don't even know what is outside of that what like what what is possible you know and it's kind of like tapping into like what is possible what is actually outside of what i'm seeing yeah well first of all can we stop crawling up our kids butt
0: Right. Can we stop shitting on our children? Yeah, and I want to actually back it up a second. If we stop crawling up our own butt, we'll stop crawling up our kids' butts because, (laughs) and this is what I liked about hearing about your your program, is that there's a portion of your program that actually talks about taking the layers off Mm -hmm. because there's so many conditions that we are placing on ourselves without even thinking about it. All the time, all so the many time. men, women, in the conditions. all over the place. We're all doing it, men mm-hmm. and women. This isn't just women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, like as we talked about, we don't even know what we want or what do I want for breakfast? Is there a safe place to start? It's because we all at this age, and I'm grouping us, we're, we're slightly different aged here, but in that <laughs> general same generation... Feel like we should be rock star um, entrepreneurs or career women. Oh, and best mom. I'm sorry, not just best mom, fucking best mom. Right. Because that's what our culture is saying right now, right? Mm -hmm. But those have to come off of us. We've got to stop
2: putting pressure on. And, this and is then part we gonna stop pressuring our kids. That's, <laughs> the, that's the piece in Rise Unlimited that is really important to me is that energetic space where we, again, are future casting on our children. We're future casting on our spouses. We believe that we can control other humans. Right. Like
1: that we can that like such a, yeah, download
0: information. Yeah. One. Like yeah. if well, I. It was a semblance of feeling like there was some sort of safety. To be controlling
1: had. other people—that is so beautiful. Let's just stop for that <laughs> yeah. second. Like, who are you controlling? Right? Who are you controlling? Are you controlling your husband? Are you controlling your kids? Are you being controlled? Like, right. who are you controlling? Right. What a beautiful like self-observation yeah. and taking a look at that. And what right. if you
2: let go of it? then you have time
1: you have have energy that's the thing right so i was right
2: oh totally i was sitting in a hay house group meeting with david kessler who wrote um a book with louise hay and he said the most profound thing that really this is where this sort of idea comes from he goes you have to understand is it your shit their shit or god's shit and i'll repeat that is it your shit their shit or god's shit you're not in charge of their shit yeah. it's theirs and it's really liberating to put it down <laughs> you by the way. can only be in charge of your own shit
0: yeah. and
2: your shit gets triggered and then you get mad at your spouse or you get mad at your kids or you get mad at your job because you're not getting your way and you move into the victim mentality and assume that. responsibility on everybody
1: but yourself oh my god i lived that for so long so, so we all did here's my story and still I, do we, we still yeah. do oh no. totally right I would go and I'd open up my bank account. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, frustrated. And then I'd run to my husband and I'd throw all of that on him. What are you doing? Why aren't you making enough money? Go work. Go do... Like, literally taking all of that and dumping it on him. Mm-hmm. Like, that did not make for a lovely...
0: Marriage. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know so what I want to say here? so big what I want to say here right now is that because we all do this, mm-hmm. because it is unbelievably humbling... But even bigger than humbling, it is so brave, courageous, and tender to sit with your own stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To sit with the ways in which you feel like you're not okay. To sit with the ways in which you feel like you are failing. Like, I literally am tearing up as I say this. People... This is the bravest work we'll do, and if we don't sign up for that, we're going to keep lobbing shit all over the place. Totally, it's huge. Yes, and we're so we can, and we're so strong, and we can do it. But that's what's underneath all of this for us: ownership, taking ownership, ownership. and that's the reclamation. Yep, the reclamation. You can't. The ownership. You can't rise without that step. No. Yeah, Yeah. it's huge. Yeah, and and again, I say it for all of us because this is the that's the skinny man. That is. That's you know, where you gotta got to
1: go. I've got one question that's rising right now. It's like, okay, so you can see it, but what happens when you don't see it?
2: Right. And so many people don't, but I, I don't... What happens there? I trust that those who see it become the inspiration for those who don't yet. The shift. Right. The shift. The shift yep. in your house, yeah.
1: right? Like, I was yeah. the one that was able to begin the shift in the house. right? Because I miraculously thank the lord started getting those hits and those tips mm. like oh my god this can be different yeah this whole thing can be different and you're right it's just like all you got to do is just like start with you be willing yeah. and then yeah. when you start to make the shifts like just energetically things around you start to shift and the people that come into your life are the are on that same shift as yeah. well mm-hmm I
2: really think it's so interesting, like, when when that hit of whose shit is it came in. I really, I have to laugh, and I just want to give this to the listeners. It's never their shit that you're mad about. (laughs) Like right. it's never their fault, and that's what I mean. It's like never really their fault. It's right. like when you arrive at this oh shit moment. Yes,
0: <laughs> right. Oh shit! It's my shit. Oh, it's
2: shit. totally my shit again. <laughs> like I can honestly say, since I've adopted this into my marriage, we do not fight ever. We don't have any problems yeah. in our marriage because he now has that downloaded. I have it downloaded, and if I do move into that space, he looks at
0: me and goes, "Your shit." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or if he does it, I'm I like, your shit. That. That's awesome. <laughs> well and yeah. amazing because it does but it takes both people to yeah. download that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right?
0: that's that's where I'm lucky because I have yeah. a person who can download that stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Now, that's, that's part of the marriage key. if the
2: other person is yeah. not Absolutely. up for it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, guys. Like none of this spiritual stuff is is going to fit everybody in a household. It's not going to fit everybody in a family. And I think sometimes that's really the tougher part is like you can go through the reclamation. Mm -hmm. You can sign up for that. But then you have to be totally willing and okay to surrender the fact that not everybody in your life is going to. And that you stay in your lane and you do you. And you don't worry about other people. And you don't have to sign them up or shit on them because you did the work and they're not. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right, right. And then that becomes...
1: Your reality and your future of what that's going to look like, right? Then you can choose a different path or it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Like things start to evolve. If
2: you're not energetically like trying to control somebody else, then you don't have to worry if they're on your page or not. Yeah. Right. And you can, we have to live in the world and let's be clear, like 90% (laughs) of the world is not going to sign up for this. Yeah. (laughs) Right now.
0: Not just yet.
1: We're working on it. Yeah. Right. Every podcast. One podcast at a time.
0: (laughs) For ourselves first, right? Yeah. For ourselves first, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's so much in this podcast. Mm,
1: so always, beautiful. Always, right? They're you guys all so amazing, and this is a re-listener. <laughs> okay, Willow, it's the let playback. us know where to find you. How can yeah. people get more juiciness? Yes, so um, you can find me at willowbradner.com, super simple. Um,
2: I do do one-off readings, but it is my recommendation that you at least go look at Rise um, on my website. So com slash rise, because I really do think that it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. I really think that it's going to up-level anybody who's really on the precipice of change and really wanting to deep dive into the space. So that would be the best. Um, just trying to think if there's any other words.
1: You're all you're on Instagram, you. you're on Facebook, I'm all, you're all the, the things. Girl, i'm are all, all, all the things. And all you can things. hang me like
2: you can find me hanging out with these girls all the time. Right. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> Hiking and golden and stuff. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for thank coming you. and spending yeah. this time together and just dropping your wisdom out to the universe. And really appreciate you. Beautiful. You're beautiful.
0: I love it. Thanks, girls. <laughs> oh, thank I love <laughs> you. It too. Bye everybody.